Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Quirkier than Michael Kidd Gilchrist shooting form. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I am your host, Don Denham. You can find me at Don underscore Denham. Joining me, as always, is my fellow Mavs fan for life, Ruben Thomas, a.k.a. Reddit Mavs. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Dude, I'm awake. (laughs) (laughs) We are recording this super early, much earlier than what we normally do. Uh, It's a Saturday morning. Um, We've just... It's the first week of the school year for you it's uh i i have got some uh family endeavors that i'd like to attend so it is very much adjusting to my awful schedule so thank you so much for being here with me today for the pod <laughs> what is up man I, oh. you know, this week has been you know this week has been uh you know interesting from a math perspective interesting from a personal perspective so you know sure absolutely so uh mavs played uh, three games since we last Yes, we've had uh, three games since yes. we have uh, talked last. Uh, we played the Jazz, the Blazers, and the Phoenix Suns. We know the playoff picture. Uh, we're going to do just a, or, you know, speaking of Portland, we have uh, uh, Mr. Grant. Uh, he is not joining us today. My only guess is that he's taking cover from Dame Lillard's firebombing the entire league, <laughs> just going for 60, 50, 60. 2000 yeah. yeah he's just maxed out he's just gotten to, into two just absolute playoff form not to say i called it but i think i don't think it was really uh that hard to tell <laughs> he just has a different intensity than anybody in the bubble right now so completely yeah. unstoppable um be it efficient or not but man he lit us up that was insane so uh we'll go over some of these games just super fast because we want to talk playoffs but also we got a lot of questions from our listeners uh we uh yeah we faced the jazz first the jazz uh it was you know kp and luca and dorian finney smith were out um it was like a day game too it was like at two yeah and so none of us had a lot you know great expectations with that one but it turned out to be a real role player win it was uh you know, we had THJ and Seth Curry that just lit it up from three. They were very efficient. Um, they were the ones that really led the charge back to that win. Um, but real quick, a shout out to uh, Josh Reeves, his first ever NBA basket. That was super cool. Yeah, I know our friends up at the Texas Legends are really happy about that because, you know, it kind of shows that, you know, they, you know, they do work on, you know, stuff with guys like in terms of a, player production and like just like developing their guys and he i mean i like him a lot as a you know athlete and as a potential like mavs piece in the future like a bench piece um you know i think you could definitely get it done i know there's like a weird little section of you know mavs twitter which is reeves hive <laughs> so you know shout to you guys your, your your guy did it so absolutely i think uh, i think with reeves and just any any time that you can hear a good success story from 
the G League. I'm for it because I think that just having a developmental league is it's just more fun to me than college in some respects um, because there's not that personal connection. It's I've always had a love for minor league sports. Um, I've always I've always felt more camaraderie and more passion towards the Mavericks anyways. Uh, and part of it's because I just never went to a big college or a, or had a, or a family member that went to like Texas or SMU even. Um, so I don't like have like a collegiate loyalty really. I mean, I, I'm an adopted Longhorns fan, but that's just because I've been living in Austin for 10 years, like, and I can't avoid it. Um, but also, I don't know. I think going out to like kind of farm teams of professional teams, like I've always enjoyed that. Like I I've gone to an Austin Spurs game fairly frequently because I lived very close to the stadium there. And I don't know. It's int- like, I think if the G League can be what it's intending to be, which is like be a preview of NBA stars that are just, you know, not quite yet to develop. Like it's really cool seeing, uh, uh, is it Boucher in, in on the Raptors? Like, yeah, Chris Boucher, yeah. Chris, who's just, what an absolute freak that dude is. He's got like a seven, five wingspan, something stupid, like, and can yeah. shoot threes and like he, yeah, looks actually kind of like Bull Bull, which is like yeah. had the, had the G League ex- existed, I think Bull Bull would have been probably playing a few games there f- first, uh, and he's yeah. lighting up the bubble. So, anyways, uh, sorry, Texas Legends uh, tangent there. Uh, so then we had uh, Portland, which was uh, an amazing game. It, it it the result was not to our favor, but no. <laughs> holy hell, that was a slugfest from the get go. I will say I was most impressed by the Mavericks in that game, even though it was a loss. It's the first time that the Mavericks felt tough to me. It's the first time that they didn't just like, not every, anytime there was contact, you didn't have Luca doing the shoulder shrug, hit palms in the air. Where's yeah. the call? Like that's the one move we just got to get rid of in this. And yeah. they didn't really do that. They were actually just kind of fighting tooth and nail with, uh, with Portland. Portland's fight was clearly fighting for their playoff lives and Dame went nuclear, as we said before, nuke, yeah, not, yeah, I, I keep wanting to George Bush it. I keep wanting to say Uh, nuclear. And it's like, that's, that's not, that's not how you say say those words. Anyways. So Dame went off. He was 18 for 18 from the stripe. Um, I will say, you know, good on him for making all of those, but Holy hell, there were some phantom calls in this game. Uh, absolutely, dude. The call against Kristaps, um, I I can kind of see the uh, you know the argument for the call against um, uh, who was it? Trey Burke. Yeah, Trey Burke. The call against Trey. I can kind of see it because he wasn't in control, you know. But yeah, he kind of ran body. into him, and even yeah. afterwards, he kind of realized, okay, had I just avoided him, that the we worst were, part yeah. about that was that DFS sank a corner three, and that could have very well decided the game yeah that could have um, been it i don't know i mean like we would have been up to with plenty of seconds to go and that doesn't yeah. mean that we're out against dame lillard but yeah because he can he's like aaron Rodgers, you know just like absolutely give him some, give him some time on the clock and you know that can i don't know I've only, I've only watched football maybe like four times in my life so <laughs> <laughs> uh guys get hurt there there you go uh, yeah. uh, so what with that portland game i think like that you can't ignore the refs on that and that to me is what poor officiating is not so much like oh the guy got the call wrong that i'm not too much worried about. i mean like 
they're humans out there and like every block is a charge every charge is a block i'm quoting grant from his uh his show a show about basketball he said that verbatim so shout out grant uh you can find him at edmund the slayer um but i think where refs in the nba like i think for the most part they do a really good job like they are pretty balanced and actually we shot virtually like within if if we're within two to five you know, free throw attempts per team. I think all in all, that's about as fair as you could, you know, assess it. Um, Dame got 18, but we got pretty much like the same amount of calls. We just missed five more than the Portland Trailblazers. Four or five, I can't remember. I did the game. Yeah, I should remember. Yeah, you did the game. <laughs> Anyways, what I'm getting at is that like, you know, had we made two, three more of those, like who knows if that game changes. Yeah. Um, and also just like once the, the the pace of the game is interrupted, that's where I'm like, all right, refs, like there yeah. were some, yeah. someone breathed on Dame Lillard calls that were just kind of like, all right, we're already having an exciting game of them matching three point shots. Yeah. Like going toe to toe. Yeah. Why are you halting the pace so we can watch Dame shoot three free throws? Like, he wasn't really hunting for them. It's just like, they just seemed like they were kind of giving it to him. It wasn't like a James Harden thing where he's kicking and falling down and initiating contact. I wasn't getting that same vibe from Dame Lillard, partially because I'm a fan. And I think James Harden, like as great as a player as he is, he, he plays the ref game more than like half of his game is playing the refs than playing the team he's facing. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I absolutely agree, man. But I mean, that game was really fun. Uh, you know, I always talk shit about the refs every game. Uh, I thought maybe th- what I said, I think I tweeted something out and I was like, oh shit, they might actually get me for this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I, I just, I threw a couple of F-bombs in there and I was like, okay, they actually might get me out of the paint for this one. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I, haven't been, I haven't been suspended yet, so. I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, we're still waiting to hear from the league. Um, yeah. <laughs> that being said, uh, I will say this was like the first game that I actually saw Michael Kidd Gilchrist the way that I wanted to see Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Um, yes. He was, uh, we were actually getting lit up by Carmelo Anthony of all things. And he had yeah, a mid range game. Like, fucking mid range. Yeah. Back like to the mid, basket. <laughs> mid range post fadeaways. And sure enough, MKG came in and disrupted that and was like a really good uh, energy guy off of it. Um, MKG's had a weird string of these past like three games where he's been like a plus minus God, which is just the weirdest stat to date. And it's just, so do you know what plus minus is? I had to like, look it up. Like, I I just, I I don't know. I don't know like how they determine or anything like that. So no, I just see that. I'm like, well, like Luke had a good game, even though he had like five turnovers. Cool. Like, sure. Well, basically (laughs) it's like how many possessions that you are on, like on the floor and are, do they end in a positive or negative result? So if you are getting scored oh, on, okay. that's a negative result. If you okay. are getting if blocked you, or, or well, yeah, if you turn the ball over, if okay. you uh, if you have a possession that ends poorly for your team, that is the minus. So here's the thing: you can just basically you can be like Steve Novak and like sit in the corner and have a great plus minus, and just everyone else is kind of doing the work. Yeah. Uh, or you can just be like on the floor a long time and like an offensive team gets hot and you're doing everything that you can to be in like defensive position. But if they're they keep, scoring yeah. a bunch, it then you have like a minus plus minus. Oh. Um, MKG has been like plus 20 
in like so many of his games, but has not recorded a basket or uh, like playing like five minutes or just like yeah. No, he played six minutes, had six rebounds, no points, and was like plus twenty two in the box. It's it's definitely one right. of those like, um, yeah. It's it's definitely a context stat more than yeah. it's like something that we should give awards. I... To. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, speaking of. Uh, meaningless stats we lost to phoenix and man what a bubble season for them to go eight and oh and not make the play-in game yeah what dude weird turn uh, like everyone wanted phoenix portland no one yeah. wants memphis aside from memphis fans because and grant yeah and grant that's true and like don't get me wrong like i john morant is super exciting um but without jaron jackson jr yeah that team is just not That'll be probably one of the bigger upsets of the bubble if if the Grizzlies do upset Portland. Pull it off, yeah. yeah. Game Lillard, who's been a fucking monster. So. <laughs> I mean, but I, I will say, like, the rest of the teams, really, like, uh, Gary Trent Jr. has been uh, very, very good. Almost like Gary Clark. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Bright lights, man. Um, so uh, maybe it's the Austin night in me that's <laughs> Gary Clark. Anyways, but Gary Trent, uh, Gary Trent Jr. has been super good for them. Um, you had, I mean, CJ McCollum's actually been really poor. That's the other thing that's surprising is like CJ has usually been the guy that makes up for when Dame has a poor shooting stand. It, it's just he's he's his back is broken, dude. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, like he's yeah. literally running around uh, injured. So it's just like, so they're getting that production out of uh, Nurkic, Mello, and. You know, Dame. some spare minutes from yeah. yeah. And, I mean, Dame is literally carrying them. It's yeah. I just I love to see it. I, I, like, I it's like it's like CJ's back is broke, but you know, <laughs> Dame's <laughs> the one putting the team on his back. So. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, he's got a broken back. Yeah. Oh, look, look at him holding the shit though. Fucking. That's that's an old YouTube classic. Right I, it's actually ten. It's actually ten years old today, or this mm. uh, this year, dude. Oh man, great. Like it's ten anniversary. Oh, it's so good. So, yeah, the Phoenix game, uh, all you got to know is that both Justin Jackson and Boban had uh, roughly 30 minutes in this game. So, you know, it was kind of, you know, a Rick Carlisle playing with role players. I mean, if we see significant minutes from, you know, Justin Jackson, I mean, man, I want to be on his side so badly. He seems like the coolest, like, nicest dude. But, like, man, we got to see some... I want to see just intensity from wings. Like even if you're like over committing yeah. or, you know, going for the aggressive thing and just shots aren't going in. Like he's a, he's a talented three point shooter, but like, he's just not been hitting it from there. Um, I don't know if his confidence is shot. I don't know if he's listening to our podcast and hearing all the things <laughs> that we're ragging on him or seeing Twitter <laughs> or just, or yeah, just, Hey, Justin, get off Twitter. You don't need it. You're a professional basketball player in the bubble. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm really hoping that he just kind of has, like, a, a Fred Van Vliet. Like, maybe he just needs to have a kid. Maybe that's it, you know? Maybe, yeah. I hope, I hope the NBA finds you a, or approves you a, a nice Instagram model, Justin. And He has a uh, wife, dude. Oh, does he have a wife? Well, yeah, maybe she's Instagram model. No, well, in that case, I don't, I, don't, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to slander your lady, Justin Jackson. So I hope that you guys have a healthy family at some point, and that's what unlocks your playoff ability. Um, who knows? I mean, hey, Fred Van Vee, it's a bit astounding, like pre-dad, post-dad. 
Fred Van yeah. Fleet. <laughs> yes, even even with game wear minutes, like it's just like, oh, he's actually actually really good now. Like, yeah, he's just <laughs> yeah, he's got fucking dad strength. Yeah. Maybe that's what Justin Jackson needs. Maybe. And he might even have a kid. And I haven't done research on that, so I don't think he um, has. I think so. Okay, he's, maybe maybe that's the key. Um, just, that's yeah. what we promote here at the Hoops and Half of Eisen's reproduction. Podcast. Yeah, reproduction <laughs> for your production. Yeah, there um, you go. Hey guys, this is Ruben again. Um, you know, there's no shortage of action going on with our partners over at BetOnline.ag. You know, it's great because the sports world is slowing to come back, right? Especially with the NBA. Um, and that's great for us because we are an NBA podcast and more specifically a Dallas Mavericks podcast. Um, but that's not all though. Like at BetOnline.ag, they have UFC, they have boxing, they have NASCAR, which I know Grant is super excited about. And they have international soccer, meaning Bundesliga and EPL happening um, as of right now. And BetOnline has the best odds and lines for these upcoming games and matches. And if you need more, BetOnline, they do simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC games and matches uh, happening live every day. Um, and that's mostly for like devout, devout gamblers who, you know, that's something they can check out. Um, and it's cool because BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and they have the best props in the business. So you can visit betonline.ag on your computer, on your tablet, or on your phone, especially while you're listening to this podcast. And if you join now, you can receive a welcome bonus. Um, So remember, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. We got the playoffs Coming up, we're facing the Clippers. No matter how much we try to to try to try to hate to see that happen, folks. Okay, so we tried our best to skirt around the Clippers this uh, postseason. Was not happening. Clippers look like absolute monsters. Like they are, yeah, just dude. insane. Like I, I've I was watching some game tape on them, and it is the amount of ball movement in their offense you know, is really striking compared to a lot of NBA offenses. Like you watch the, it is a pure like motion offense where they are doing so much fun pick and roll stuff. Like it's really Kawhi and PG just swarming and cutting and going around the ball. And it's just, they're creating. And I will say, I did not realize how good of a passer Kawhi Leonard was until I really started focusing on it. Yeah, yeah. He, He passes out of a double team super well. He reads it and like, Kawhi is one of the weirder stars that we have in the NBA, aside from just like his persona, his goofy (laughs) nature. I think it's also like, I'm sure there's a story on it. I haven't read up on it, but like, he's the only person that he's the only star that I know that isn't putting like a social justice thing on his Jersey. And it's just, yeah, well, yeah. He's so he's one of the main supers. I know like, there's some Jonathan Isaac that hasn't said anything, but like, um, but most of them have at least, picked something and he picked silence which to me is so wonderfully on brand for Kawhi. (laughs) you know i'm surprised it wasn't just a just haha on the back of his jersey um so with Kawhi, it seems like his movement is so efficient like he does not expend any unnecessary Energy. energy it's literally like you know we have that joke where he's like a robot and it's like legitimately like he like he operates like a damn robot you know 
Right. And when he goes, mm. like when he dunks, it doesn't seem like he is asserting any more Anything. effort than it needs. Like, it's not that, it, I mean, it's got force. He's obviously a very strong dude, but it's like, like, he puts all the effort into the drive and then like the finish isn't like Russell Westbrook where it looks like he like, you know, like a bomb goes off yeah. and he dunks it. It's more just like, all right, balls in the rim. Now I can stop basketball for this. <laughs> yeah. For a second. second. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or even his jump shot looks a little, it's not flat, but it's like this. It's, it's certainly different than, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, so there's that. PG-13 is playing out of his mind. He's yep. uh, trash-talking Dame Lillard, and he's, I mean, like, he is shooting on such a, like, a, like an unsustainable clip from three-point, um, but also I think people underestimate, like, how good of a defender he is. Like, I'm, yeah, really, like, I'm thinking, like, he's kind Pacers, of a... Yeah. He's kind of a new age Scotty Pippen in the sense of just length and speed and disruption. And that team defensively, when healthy, holy hell. Like Yeah, they have a bunch of defenders who are just like like uh, I mean, they even have, you know, those two guys and obviously like Montrez off the bench, you know, just right. You know, short you know, short for like a, you know, a power forward or a, you know, center, but he just like just disrupts the shit of everything. He's always going after those rebounds, like, you know, just, mm. and then they have shooters too, man. So it's just all around. They have a perfect mod, not a perfect, but like a really good, like modern day, like NBA team. Well, I think what the difference between the Clippers and everybody else is just like their bench has bought in, you know, and yeah, I think that's the a, dish- yeah. like with, when people are talking about like, what's wrong with the Lakers, they're not talking about what's wrong with, you know, LeBron and AD, even though AD has been underperforming, um, it's like, are you go- asking for significant minutes from Alex Caruso, you know? And it's just like yeah. some of those, they're, they're just not producing or if they're like my least favorite player in the league, Kyle Kuzma, where it's just like, here's this guy that's a gunner that occasionally makes some really big shots, but like ultimately is so inconsistent and like is just trying to shoot for a role that I just don't know if he's really capable of sustaining right <laughs> or, or just like it's just like i don't even know what he does like is he is he just a volume shooter is he like you yeah. know he's got the length to be a good defender like he's got like the speed it's just like is he mentally there that intensity isn't there as opposed to like like i'm, I'm seeing i never realized how good jamichael green was but like dude looks like a defensive stalwart in yeah in, in la and then Sorry, I let her Kenny there. God, they play so much good defense in LA. Uh, <laughs> Tim. Uh, sorry, yeah. Shout out to Tim. Um, so, uh, pitter patter. Uh, so moving forward, like we got. Uh, I mean, the Mavericks obviously like the the we got to get significant quality minutes from DFS. Okay. And so hold MPJ. on. So, sure. so hold on. So this is actually a question. We're just gonna start dropping random like. If we already talk about, we're just gonna mention your mention your at now. No, um, totally perfect. So Jennifer G, she had she actually had thoughts. You know, what are your thoughts on the playoffs, Mavs, the Mavs playoff chances and stuff like that? So, well, I think their chances to make the playoffs are pretty good. <laughs> I think she means like, how do you think we'll do? Like, you know, yes, yes, uh, I know. I'm yeah. just being a sarcastic. Yeah. It's early. Jerk. It's early. <laughs> it's early. But I think really going on that point significant minutes from mkg and or it's got to be significant productive defensive minutes from mkg and dorian finney smith exactly. um, we're not asking for mkg like 
if MKG averages eight points a game, then like we're winning the series. Like, no, granted, I don't think yeah. that's going to no, happen. I don't think um, so. You know, but like, you know, he's these past couple of games have, have given me a bit more confidence in him. And that's good on Rick for giving him those minutes and those reps because he's oh, starting yeah. to find his place and where he wants to be. Um, you know, he's not just like taking the desperate 15 footer just to kind of get back in rhythm. Now he's being super intense on defense. He's swarming guys. And it's like, all right. And he's also, he's doing really good back cuts, things like that to get to the rim. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. Like, obviously it's weird. It's like, I understand why Rick doesn't play Boban in significant games because of just the pace of the game normally. But when you have such a tall team in the Clippers with, you know, Zubov and, uh, you know, they, they just have a lot of length, a lot of depth there. Like, I feel like Boban's got to get some, like, at least, like, what, 15 minutes a game, maybe 10? Like, he should be in there for about a quarter's worth just, just for matchup purposes. Yeah. Because he's, he's bigger than anybody that's on there. He, you know, he rarely mishandles the ball. Like maybe slowing down the pace is not a bad idea with this team because I don't think we're going to outrun them. Like we're not going to out-athleticize. Yeah. Sure. Was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not going to outrun this team. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that, that, that clogs up spacing and that throws off the entire offensive rhythm. Maybe I'm, you know, there's, I'm going to go ahead and admit that Rick Carlisle knows more about basketball That's than I do. I do. Yeah, exactly. That's... <laughs> what, what are you looking forward to in this Mavs Clippers matchup? I'm just looking forward to seeing like, you know, Luca, you know, playoff Luca, playoff KP. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want like just the one random to go off one game so I can have like a playoff, like Justin Jackson. Meme oh, I would love to have, for there to be a Justin Jackson game. Yeah, I'm pulling just, for it. I yeah, want that to happen. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, I I just want to see these guys get reps in. Like, I don't think many of us are seriously considering us winning this series. A lot has to go right. <laughs> Every um, single national person. There's not everyone's just like this is going to be fun. Clippers in five. Like, <laughs> I know. I know. You know. So I'm, I'm just like. I don't have any expectations going into next week, really, uh, even though yep. my persona may say that I do. But, uh, you know, um, I'm just ready to see these guys, you know, try to just get some reps. And I want to see KP for the first time be in the playoffs, like, and NBA playoffs. You know, I want to see, you know, there's a bunch of guys on the team that have no experience. So Absolutely. And, think, and that's going to show, like, I don't know if Luka's going to get, you know, all the calls, all the, like, the foul calls that he's been getting in the bubble because again, like things are a little bit more scrutinized when it is playoff time. Well, and it's, it's it'll be interesting so. to see how they're. I mean, like it's the number one offense in the league. Does that actually translate or mean anything in the playoffs when exactly. you're facing such a good defensive team in exactly. the Clippers? And I don't know. I think yes, getting just getting playoff reps is already fantastic. To quote Tim uh, Tim Beam's uh, article, uh, that we're a year ahead of schedule. Yeah. Like we. Yeah. Th- I don't think anyone was anticipating really playoffs for us or like a deep playoff run from us. The Luca's second year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will say seeing playoff KP and seeing like, I think there's still value in the Mavs getting swept if they do. Um, I, I don't want that. Obviously I'm going to be rooting yeah. for them to blow them out every single game yeah. because you know, MFFL baby, but like the, there is crucial experience for a 25 and a 22 year old or sorry, 21 year old 21. Yeah. 
God, that's so dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, to get playoff experience and to see like, hey, Kawhi's literally willed himself into the playoffs, into the championship exactly. on multiple teams. This is what that intensity looks like. And this is what, you know, I hope they just look at it as just like, oh, like if they end up getting schooled, I hope they're taking notes. Exactly. You know, like there's going to be a, a shit ton of game tape, you know, to, to no go you know, to kind of look at it the off season and, you know, can't wait to see like Luca actually like to work on his, you know, work on his body and gaining muscle and shit like that. But, right. Also real quick, anyone that's just like the bubble deserves an asterisk. No, everyone's doing the no. same thing. We yeah, basically no. got a regular season. It was an amazing experience. We even got like a better regular season because there's not like the guys who are for sure out of the, you know, Making yeah. the playoffs are there, you know. Like, we didn't have to watch another Knicks game. Yeah, or a fucking Cleveland, or you know, whoever, <laughs> like Golden State this year. Like, <laughs> that's fit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, I can't even name a Golden State player that played this year off yeah. the top of my head. Kai Bowman. That's what I got. It. Boom. There you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm you know I'm excited and uh, I'm just ready. You know, I don't know how we're gonna do. The podcast next week we'll discuss that off the record you know but uh just uh we'll see yeah we'll figure something out um either way uh we've got listener questions um we're just we want to just thank everybody that contributed i think this was set does this set the record for us yeah we, it's a, second week in a row our record has been uh broken yeah so we appreciate yeah. you guys listening uh we're doing our best to just increase the quality of this this pod and we're so thankful to have like this engaged mavs uh community uh shout out to g pong uh shout out to uh all these great people that uh have made i don't know i've i've found internet friends like the internet's not always a good place but like mavs twitter has been so thanks for participating yeah guys in it with us seriously it's been fun so it's not this isn't like the end of the podcast right like that no just, no i no, just we're wanted, just we're I'm being just, sentimental for a second i'm being reflective and it's, I, it's early in the morning like <laughs> yeah i'm thinking a lot about life the sun's out i can't tell i'm hiding behind a blanket in order to hopefully retain better sound quality oh yeah we'll guys see. yeah you guys should see this shit it's hilarious yeah i look like a sith lord right now <laughs> yes. just like something something oh, dark side oh yeah bro it's fucking like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so listener questions. <laughs> All right, let's get to it, guys. So we have a record. I think it's like 30 around there, the questions. So we're going to cool. try to light, light speed some of these. We'll get in depth with some other ones. So um, Grace asks, will the Wings make the playoffs this year? Uh, <sighs> probably so, not. We're dead last in the Western Conference. <laughs> yeah, probably not. We have a really young team. There's only 22 games uh, this season. Uh, we're already halfway through this through the through the wing season basically. I don't think so. But mm-hmm. if they do, that'll be great. That's more content that we can talk about. So got some promising talent though. Like man, yeah. Sabali is so fun to watch. I've actually yeah. I've made a point to watch at least every wings national game because yeah. WNBA, whatever you're doing, like I have such a hard time finding how to watch your games. Like what is Fox Sports Plus? What is that? I have. Where that is that? <laughs> I All have right. That 
<laughs> All right, bourgeois. Like, so, uh, Mr. One Percent of Cable, can you can you gift me like uh, some wings? I don't know. Like, I don't see why ESPN Two is not running this more often. Like, I don't see why. I don't want it either, man. Yeah, like, like why, why isn't YouTube TV like finding a way of getting these games? You know, like or. I don't know. It, it's just one of the things where it's like, I know that there's a, like a plethora of like professional, like I don't want to watch an MLB game. Like I'd rather watch yeah. the WNBA than I'd watch an MLB, especially right now. Yeah. Um, partially because the Rangers suck so bad yeah. right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're at to 500 though. Shout Yay! To Who cares? Shout to, Tim shout to Bryce. <laughs> You're showing all our guys today. <laughs> Anyways, go Wings. We're, we're looking forward to the rest of the season and yeah. seeing where, where, what y'all grow into. Yeah, so it probably won't happen this year, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen the next 11 games or so. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's see. Next question is from Allison. Allison asks, what is your least slash most favorite Pixar movie? Mm. So, for me, the easy answer to the least the least favorite would be Cars too. Like that movie sucks. Yeah. But I was expecting Grant to be on this podcast, so I was, I was gonna. I, he, I he's went. Our, he's our Pixar expert. I know. I, especially in the Cars universe, but I, <laughs> no, uh, my least favorite that's not Cars too definitely has to be uh, the Good Dinosaur. Really, it upsets me, bro. Like I, I love dinosaurs. Like that's one of my favorite things in the world, and then. Oh, that's your least favorite. Sorry, I thought I thought you were doing that. No, as no, a least, dark no, horse. Okay. no, no, that's no, that's my least favorite. Just because it's just a, you know, just a very generic, like didn't really care about the characters type of movie. Sure. Uh, my most favorite though has definitely been Coco. Mm. Uh, since it came out, we watch it every like me and my family or me and my wife. We watch it every um, we watch it every Dia de los Muertos. So, so that's actually my birthday. Um, as Dia de los Muertos. Oh, like, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, uh, you know, Day of the Dead. So I am literally Dawn of the Dead. Um, (laughs) So uh, Coco's a great choice. I will say the only thing that I didn't like about Coco, and it's nothing to do with the film itself. It's beautiful. It's that the Book of Life came out like two years prior to it. And I adore that film. I think that's, it's not Pixar. It's actually, I think it's DreamWorks. I think it's DreamWorks, yeah. It's so good. It's, uh, was it? So Benicio, not Benicio del Toro, um, the guy that made Pan's Labyrinth. Guillermo um, del Toro. Guillermo del Toro, thank you. Um, he wrote and directed that, and that's a super funny, super well-made, and just really, God, that's not answering the question. Anyways, yeah. um, worst, any basically any sequel that isn't the Toy Story movies, like any sequel, just like if it's Monsters University, whatever, that, that that's just, just a no-go for me. If there's a number at the end of it, chances are I haven't watched it. Um, my favorite... Um, I'm going to go with Ratatouille. I thought that okay, was one. Yeah, dude. I still use some of the uh, themes in that as means of like, uh, like life mantras, you know, like, okay. uh, uh, what is it? Uh, changes nature is one of my favorite, yeah. like most reflective moments. It's also Patton Oswalt is probably my, he's a top three comedian for me all time. Okay. All so, right. so yeah, definitely. I'll go Ratatouille. Um, it's a good choice. I, to, I, actually, I just saw that movie this year. Yeah, during quarantine, just like because we got Pixar, we got Disney Plus, and I was like, might as well. And I was like, this movie's actually really fucking good. How come I've never seen this? It's just, like, well, it's also like for I think Pixar, what it does well is that it makes adults movies that kids can enjoy, yeah, rather than it's way, like yeah. like as opposed to just kids movies that adults can kind of sit through. Yeah, it's like some pretty adult like no kid is wondering about like the philosophical quandary of being a critic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> they do a really good job with that at Pixar. 
Good job. Hey, hey, you know, hey, yeah, this is a paid advertisement for Pixar. Like they <laughs> fucking need it. God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Next question comes from Chris Lopez. All right, dude. My dude. If you were on the virtual bubble screen, what would you do or slash where to stand out? And he puts it brilliantly, which is really cool. Maverick. His son's name is Maverick, which his is son, cool. Yeah. Maverick and I may be, uh, may be on for one of the one of the playoff games next week. That's cool. That's awesome. I, real quick, shout out to Chris. He's been one of the few things of positive Twitter that I've seen. Yeah, <laughs> like he's he been, is yeah, he's been... follow Chris MFFL. He is easily one of like, like there is just, you can just see the kindness of his timeline. It's always just like really great. Like yeah, dude. dad yeah. gifting his son a baseball bat or something or something yeah. about his, his baby boy Maverick, which is just or awesome his little girl, his little girl who's going to be born in a couple months. You know, Absolutely. So, yeah, shout out to you, Chris. You're a yeah, good right. dude. Anyways, so uh, what I would do in the bubble screen, I mean, like, first thought is, like, you know, some sort of, some sort of mask or uh, – I, I haven't seen anyone do any face paint. You know, I think that's something that's very much missing from – Yeah, I haven't seen that. How about, like, Mav's kiss, you know? Like, 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 see, like the – yeah, like Gene Simmons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll have uh, – a go one. Yeah, Mavs kiss. That's gonna be my answer for that. So, uh, so yeah. So for me, I was supposed to be on one of those games uh, two weeks ago. Um, couldn't do it because I had a family issue, family problem. It wasn't anything big. I just had to go deal with something. Sure. But because uh, I was talking about, I was okay. Like I'm like I not too many people know what my face looks like on Mavs Twitter actually. Sure. So what I do? So I was gonna wear my mask, wear like sunglasses, wear a hat, and like hold up. I have the picture still. Of uh, this is an this is an audio medium, but I'll yeah. but I'll, I'll describe it. I'll paint a picture. Okay, so it is going to be his his Twitter avatar, which is the Reddit logo that's very much Dirk Nowitzki with a <laughs> with a medical face mask over it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, gonna, listening at home. I was gonna yeah, this is what I was gonna do, and I was gonna like, have it over me, just like you know, even though like apparently like there's like a lot of rules you have to follow. Like oh yeah, I, I'm sure. I, probably would have gotten kicked off anyway if i had like well which i don't understand like why are you not making this a fun thing because i mean part of it's i'm sure because michelob ultra is sponsoring it and they don't yeah. want to like be the reason that someone you know posted you know whipped yeah. their dick out or something, something but, yeah well but it's like like obviously like there's certain things where it's like yeah if you post a middle finger your your feed's cut or whatever yeah. um or being super rude but i'm like you know why not have some fun with it? Why not have people and their dogs in the stadium? You know, why not have someone in a chicken suit and there? Or that dude with it's... the goat. The guy had a random goat like on yeah. screen. I was like, yeah. what the hell? Or there's like... a guy, there's like a guy with a guitar or whatever. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Everyone knows that this is just a Skype call with a with a crappy seat background from Zoom. So yeah. like or whatever there. Yeah. So let's have some fun with it. Yeah. Be daring, NBA. <laughs> like creating an entire bubble so we can watch basketball during a pandemic. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes from Rutuge. My and dude. this is very topical for our podcast. Uh, sure. Do the Suns know that Edmond, the, or do the Suns know that Grant's takes were the reason why Dame Lillard did what he did? <laughs> they don't. I'm going to let them know today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so Phoenix Suns, <laughs> the reason that you don't have playoffs right now is because Grant 
on record said Mario Chalmers or the or Dame was Mario Chalmers with a green light. And if you haven't if you haven't heard that, please go back and listen to that. Oh, it's <laughs> it's so good. It is just it's absolute fire, and it was met with a Charizard flamethrower <laughs> yes. of three pointers. And yeah, God, man, Dame t- tore us up. So mad. Okay. Like I said, favorite non-Mav right now. Yeah. It's hard to not like him. So when he, so when he plays against us, so like he did. Oh, but, uh, even when he plays, like he's the only person that I'm like. It's very much the God. Da- <sighs> yeah. Dame. God, I love this man. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, just wanted to remind you that Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devout gamblers to check out. Bet Online also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. Hey, men, start taking notes because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, and the water-resistant technology allows you to even shave in the shower. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. All right, let's see. Next question comes from James. James asks, what's the one food take you believe should have a man arrested for? Um, okay. I just, I, I think the biggest thing that always gets to me is the whole... Uh, ketchup on steak thing that oh good call yeah well that, done well done steak is, yeah is well done steak much... and then like ketchup dude yeah no nah. i would nah. say i think the thing that always kind of like it's something that makes me very clearly judge somebody is that if they order something like chicken fingers or a hamburger at a place that doesn't normally serve that like the like, kids menu <laughs> like it, they basically order yeah from the kids menu where it's like i've known people that's like they get like a burger whenever they're like at a mexican food place i'm like guys why? Like, it's like why, why are you doing that or yeah or they're ordering chicken fingers at like a steakhouse it's just like it's like yeah. man live a little try something different it's all meat and salt anyways like exactly mm. uh, okay let's see next question comes from mavs network wait let me show you. yes this is from mavs network sorry guys uh which playoff matchup is most primed for an upset Ooh. Oh, let's. We actually we have the. Let me pull that up real quick. I mean, we have. I think the. I see the answer right in front of me right now. I mean, it's Mavs Clippers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> easy, easy money, guys. Put, um, I put I, your I, down. Put your house payment on that, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do not do this. We are not financially responsible no, for really anyone that has has their house foreclosed due to gambling debt. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think, I don't know, man. Like, I think the first round is actually pretty boring with the exception of the Thunder Rockets and the Heat Pacers. Um, mm-hmm. Which I, are I four mean, and five. Which are four and five matches. Those, so. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, I would love to see Portland give the Lakers an actual challenge. Um, yeah, everyone's just, round. I think everyone's just kind of, I, th- I think it's a pretty good uh rule of thumb that if it's been talked on on national tv it's not that good of a take and it's and it's really clear that like yeah portland has some strengths where the lakers have some weaknesses but also there is just no there will be no answer for lebron or ad and once they go into playoff mode like it's i just don't see that being it could be a competitive series i could be wrong and just like just the whole we no one believes in us portland is clearly very dangerous 
but I don't know. I don't think that's going to be that much of a series. And like the the first round, I just, I don't know. Things fell into place in a way that I just like, I mean, Celtic Sixers, but the Sixers don't have their two best guys. Exactly. Like that was, you know, that that would have been my, that would have been my pick if they were as healthy, but. Right. But I mean, like, I don't know, like, I actually think the Celtics are pretty good this year. So yeah, I think Jalen Brown's stepped up and Jason Tatum's looking more and more like he's doing, he's doing Mamba moves. Yeah. Like, yeah. We try to learn from the best. So it's like a, it's like a Cardi B line, right? I got Mamba moves. (laughs) I'm so sorry to everyone. It was Uh, very, very clear how Caucasian I am. (laughs) You know, that rapper Cardi B. You know, I think for the playoff matchup, I just think, you know. <laughs> You're just like, all right, uh, don't go on dumb rap jokes. And we're going back on the road to the playoffs. We're going back. Yeah, we're going back to the playoffs, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, I just, you know, I think it's going to be – and it's such a boring answer. Just like those two five and four matchups, you know, are probably the most primed to be upsets. You know, and are they really upsets? Because usually the four and five are pretty close, like in terms of like – yeah team so yeah that's i don't really know if it's an upset if a five upsets a four yeah just a matter of seeing maybe if if they like sweep them i don't know but that yeah sure yeah i could do that all right let's see let's move on um let's go to sean sean asks who's actually i think he's a suns fan who follows me yeah he is sorry just checked um sean asks now locked in at the 18 who are you got who's your guys pick I've actually done a little bit of draft research. And by that, I mean, I watched four videos. Um, so, and so looking at Madra, I mean, it's so hard to tell. I mean, in all likelihood, we're trading this pick. I mean, just because that's what the Mavericks do. Um, or finding a way of like trading back or yeah, something, something, something yeah. like that. Because like the Mavericks love early second rounders more than they like late first rounders. But mm-hmm. this is a mid-rounder guy. Um, I've looked around. It's like people that would be around in this pick. And my pick would be uh, Precious Achua, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, he's from Memphis. This dude, he is like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, but has like a 7'2 wingspan. This guy's a really lengthy dude. He's d- long, dude. Yeah. He is long. Yeah, he is a knuckle dragger. Like, that is just – but he's, he's skilled from outside – um, <laughs> I just killed Raven with that, that, that line. Um, so he actually has a really pretty solid stroke from three point. Um, he's very much a high energy guy. So like he just swarms the ball. He is all over the place. He's super quick. Um, I think he's got a lot of defensive potential. And I think like, I look at like, okay, this is kind of a DFS sort of prototype kind of guy. And we could just yeah. use more depth in that range. Like someone that's, you know, high energy, lengthy can shoot, um, and also just some of the best like college pick and roll dunks I've yeah. seen. Like this guy rolls to the rim super fast. He's like a, he's kind of a blend between Dwight Powell and DFS, which I think ultimately is what we're looking for on the maps. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pick has all okay. So I don't watch any draft stuff at all. Like mm-hmm. any everybody knows this. Uh, but um, I've you guys know Mavs draft. Uh, I listen to his every word when it comes to drafting people because. Sure. I don't know anything about the draft. I don't know what to look for or anything. So I'm sorry, Matt Straff. I did not consult you for this question. <laughs> he has been very high on Desmond Bain for like a year now, like a year and a half, basically. And uh, you know, Desmond I think that, Bain. Yeah, that's done. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would definitely probably take Desmond Bain. Uh, 
the dude just seems like he's going to be a fucking like really good player for the you know for the league guy. Where where does he play? What position does he play? He plays at TCU. Oh, cool. Yeah, he plays a local kid. I think I don't know if he's from here, but let's see how much you can look this up real quick because. Desmond Bain. I think I should know this. Cuts does back cuts. He also protects the lane. You know he. (laughs) I mean, you know he's you know he's six six. Okay, so he's a guard. Yeah, yeah, he's a guy. Probably not protecting the lanes. Yeah. No, but uh, you know, oh, he's not from here. Okay, well, yeah, he's from Indiana. Goes to TCU. Graduated this last year, I think. Probably got good fundamentals. I had to guess. Absolutely, and I think we like for second rounds. We seem to like to pick a. Guys who've stayed at college for a while, so that's that definitely tracks with the, the yeah. Mavericks uh, yeah. strategy. Yeah, so I like him a lot. So cool. Okay, let's see. Next I hope we question. get him just so I can keep singing that. Yeah, that'd be great. You could send it into the Mavs people and see if they'll uh, <laughs> take that. Um, let's see. Next question comes from Tyler. Tyler asks, "What type of dessert would each Mavs starter be in relation to their game?" All right. So I don't know any Slovenian desserts. Yeah, uh, I was about to say like. La- the <laughs> laviator, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. I think uh, I, s- you know. I would say that Luca is a great creme brulee because okay. it's 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 fancy. It's something that you've heard of and you think you know what it is, but then once you get it, like once it's done correctly, like oh, yeah, this like, is oh, what that a- is. This is what <laughs> I've heard of a point forward, but oh, oh this is like yeah. Uh-huh. Maxi Cleaver's, you know, German chocolate cake. Yeah, easy. Yeah, but as a starter, I don't know. Uh, THJ, I would say a chocolate chip cookie, you know. He's just okay. like, it's, you Good. know, yeah. solid. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. you know what? I'm never disappointed. Like, yeah. Eh. Sometimes you can't be if it's like the the, the uh, corners are burnt or, you know, whatever. Sure. I, yeah, but even like, even a bad chocolate chip cookie is a good one, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. you know, all in all. Like, he's like, ours. Like, yeah, yeah he's, he's ours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like if, like, if your girlfriend made you, or your wife made you chocolate chip cookies and she burnt the hell out of them, you would still eat them because it's like, man, you, yeah, she you put in the effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, KP would be Tres Leches. You know, okay. just, just layers, well, layers of good. And you know? white. <laughs> and very white. Yeah. I don't know. He, he tanned out okay. He like, did, yeah. He tanned yeah. out okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's move on. That's the best we got. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, Natalie, who is actually our unofficial lawyer's wife. Oh, okay. Asks, cool. Yeah, she, <laughs> she asks, and she's. I think she also works at a funeral home or something like that. She works with dead people, I think. But uh, brutal. What songs do you want played at your funeral? This is such a dark question, Natalie. Interesting. <laughs> um, I know what so, songs I don't want played. I don't want Celebrate, you know, Cool you, the Gang. You do or you don't want? I don't want that. You yeah. don't want Celebrate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we. Uh, I know another one, We Them Boys. <laughs> we uh, don't play that. Yeah. Zero to oh. 100, now we're here. That would be a good <laughs> one. <laughs> what about uh, uh, Future's March Madness? That one, yeah. Just because it mentions uh, the Mavs. Any song that mentions the Mavs. Uh, no. Uh, real talk though, um, I thought about this a little bit last night, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? Like, I realized like in my family, like whenever someone does pass away, like mm-hmm. we get a big mariachi band, not a big mariachi band, like a mariachi band, and you know they play for like an hour, and you know just sure. let everybody just kind of just talk and celebrate and blah blah blah, like the life of that you know of that whatever relative that passed away. Certainly. So uh, yeah, I'd probably get a, just a mariachi and just have them play like 
typical like very stereotypical like Mexican songs. So. I think if you know to take this remotely seriously, um, there's something. So I am not a religious person. Um, you know, respect to all faiths. You know, I feel like everybody's got like your connection with what you have with the a higher being or whatever it is yeah. that you believe in. I feel it's a very very personal, uh, intimate you know I thing like whatever helps yeah. you is good that's how i usually yeah. look at it but uh to me a song that has always kind of felt like a gospel tune even though it's really not is uh let it be by the beatles oh, yeah. so i feel like i think there's also probably some sentimentality to it just because you know mother mary spoke to me and my mom's name's mary so i feel like that would be something fairly appropriate yeah. um every time that i've heard that song it's kind of felt like i'm going to church so okay yeah yeah cool, cool. let's see uh let's see sammy asks would another ring make Rick Carlisle a top 10 coach in the NBA history? And if he retires now, what would, what would be his legacy? I mean, like any coach that gets a ring is already like above, like what George Carl didn't get one. Um, yeah. Like, you know, uh, anyone who gets able to get one, like it's crazy. Like, yeah. So he's already probably pretty up there. I mean, I don't know about 10 all time. I mean, I'd have to like make a list. Cause it's like what Phil Jackson, Red Arbach, um, Popovich, obviously. Popovich, yeah. I mean, like, you probably wouldn't get maybe what – I don't think there would be, like, six more before you would throw Carlisle in there. Yeah, you start, yeah, start making a debate for Carlisle probably. I mean, like, hell, Don, Don Nelson didn't get to a championship, yeah. but yeah. he's one. He, he was the most winningest coach for coach. or something like that. Like, he yeah. had some of the There's most a, wins. Yeah. Not most uh, wins, but, like, he was he was up there for, like, either, like, most wins for a Mavs coach at some point. And I yeah, think something, Rick's, yeah. Rick's ta- yeah. taken that, so – I mean, I would say Rick's definitely probably top 15 all probably already. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, that's something that I would consider. Um, here, real quick. Oh, we got a drop in. Oh, God, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He's, he's coming. <laughs> Jump in. <laughs> yeah, we're, we got a. Oh, no. No, yeah, totally. <laughs> oh my god, is he gonna come in? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, let's have him jump in. Um so <laughs> yeah, we'll edit most of that out. Um <laughs> Okay, do you want to yeah, okay, here's the question. Until so, yeah, in. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I I'd say Rick Carlisle, like yeah, if he gets a ring, then yeah, absolutely top ten. Um because I don't know how many coaches there are that have multiple rings yeah it's, it's like i guess steve kerr do does now steve kerr greg pop yeah yeah phil I mean, jackson like, has like 11 of them bro so yeah phil jackson's obviously like i mean if you're going by ring count alone i mean yeah. it's still maybe arbok because i know like those bill yeah, arbok yeah yeah has yeah in the 60s yeah yeah uh you know i think his legacy if he were you know if he were retired would just be like hey like he helped the Mavs get their championship he you know, made uh, some crazy low scoring, like, you know, Pacers and Detroit Pistons teams, like, yeah, you know, have good seasons and make playoffs. And, you know, um, also being a part of the uh, Malls and the Ballas, even though they will never uh, acknowledge that formally. <laughs> but, <laughs> and to have Twitter during that time. Oh, I wish. I think about that, it all the time, dude. That's I, like I my will, big what if. <laughs> I will say that that is one of the few times that aside from like a national tragedy as my dad just being like don come watch this with me like my like where we we <laughs> yeah had, just like we, we just had to sit and just watch in like this kind of like he goes someone threw a beer at ron Artest, and now there's a riot 
<laughs> like, ah, okay, cool. That's like, a pretty good summary, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. Uh, God. yeah. Let's Ron, see. Ron. Next question it comes from Reddit Jazz. Oh, my good friend Reddit Jazz. Okay. He asked this yesterday, so this is really late. I'm sorry about this. but uh, It's all good. <laughs> what should I eat for lunch today? <laughs> <laughs> he is starving. I, I'm late because I was in a meeting. That, I was in meetings that ran over my lunch. Please answer on the pod. I'll be waiting patiently. <laughs> Very patiently. Yeah, yeah this will be up yeah, until be, Saturday yeah. afternoon. <laughs> yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, just like, uh, um, uh, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I would have gotten like a, a sandwich works. You know, like. I was thinking Cubano. Maybe it's because I watched Chef recently. But like, oh, okay. Dude, That's... Cuban sandwiches, man. Those they are, are really good, yeah. They're simple, but so goddamn yeah. good. It's a good, okay. Cool, let's move on. Let's see. Um, let's see. Ah, Jonas asks, now that the regular season is over, which Mavs game was your most favorite and which was your least favorite? Mm. So my most favorite would be either of the two Bucks games. Okay. Um, I will say my favorite to this day was the Luca LeBron matchup. I mean, like any of the, like that, that was, that seemed to be like when Luca versus LeBron, that just seemed to be like the, first time people were actually taking the Mavericks seriously. So I feel like that was like one of their first key matchups that they really succeeded in. Um, what was, I don't know, any of the Knicks games? Yeah. I was those, 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 are those, those are my least favorites because since we lost both of them. And No, actually, you know, my, actually, actually not think about my, the one that I didn't like, didn't like at all was, uh, it was the Raptors game that we lost. Mm, like the, I saw that, I saw it with Bryce. And I think Squish was there too. Right. We all went out to go to go watch it, and yeah, that was not fun to see live. Like, no, no, no kidding, no. So, yeah. let's see. Next question comes from. Let's see this. Uh, I'm sorry for pronouncing it wrong. It's a uh, Regigi. Okay. Um, and she asks, um, "Who the hell cut Luca's hair last week, and who fixed it?" We can <laughs> only know. assume that it was Dwight Powell. Yeah, or like Edwards' hands, like they yeah. Call, yeah, or the person that fixed it, probably Rick Carlisle. Probably, I don't know, man. Like that's that's a really good question. I don't know anything about the Silas that were in there. Or like, no idea. They apparently know. have like set barbers and stuff. And whoever yeah. whoever shaved JJ's mustache, this is why he's not getting playing time. Exactly, he lost his dad strength with the mustache. God, it's just like man, it's just like man. He just mowed the lawn and it's three beers in, and he's about to drop twenty on you. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Next question comes from uh, <laughs> Dorian Finney Doncic. Okay. <laughs> he asks, if the Mavs were to make a move right before slash during the draft, who do you think they would go after? So uh, I don't know. I really I, don't know. They can't trade the pick, if I'm not mistaken. Right? I don't like think they, so. Or, they have to, or it's one of those weird things where you can select somebody for someone else and then trade them. Yeah, sorry, like, yeah. Uh, so, something yeah. like that. I mean, like yeah. Like, clearly we need perimeter defense help. So really anything that helps with that. So whether that's a wing or whether that's, you know, a, a guard that's can t- just oh, lock yeah. down somebody. Um, I mean, you know who I, or, you know, shout out to Bibbs. Um, you know, I asked a pretty good, I was like, you know, it seems like guards are just kind of blowing by people at will uh, in this game. And part of it just because of the, the depth of great guard play that we have right now. But uh, Frank Nidalekina would be, I think, a really solid addition to our to the Mavs. Okay. okay oh. Definitely definitely hanging out with Bibbs. I see this. <laughs> Wait. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That's Grant's music. Oh, my God. He's in. Coming in from the top rope. 
And his audio is off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up? Hey, what's uh, up? there you are. Oh, that shitty fucking sound quality. It's fine. Yeah, dude. It's, dude, no, he's 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 no, on location. Fine. Grant, you're in the bubble. How are you? It's good. It's humid. It's humid. Yeah. It's humid. yeah. <laughs> is it vacuum sealed like we all believe? Uh yes. Is the Bobby, <laughs> Bobby's feet really stink? Oh, okay. Good. Uh, great, great insight there. All right, cool. So, uh, have you recovered from the uh, third degree burns of Dame Lillard's play? I have Dame Lillard as my uh, bubble MVP and my all bubble first team point guard. So, I don't know what you're referring to. Okay, <laughs> okay that's actually a question from White Nun. So, yeah, uh, yeah, interesting backpedal there, bud. You should play corner <laughs> for the Mavs or for the. Cowboys. For the Cowboys. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. He's still, he's still Gian Cavell with a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fantastic! God. Keeping oh, the heat. <laughs> awesome. It's oh, 107 degrees outside, and inside Grant's car, 200. I know. Um, okay. Next question. <laughs> next question is from uh, Darth Vader 41. That's a fucking good ass name. There you go. <laughs> um, he asks, uh, what is the functional purpose of Maxi Claver's uh, contractual rebound incentive? I.e., is it simply to have the offense initiated and work quickly uh, with our bigs uh, going down the hill faster with the ball in Luca's hands or something else? I mean, I think any incentive is just like kind of just guaranteeing production for a team. So anytime yeah. I hear certain stat things, just like, hey, this is the thing that we like, we will pay you more if you're doing this more. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I, that's how I would look at it. I mean, like I think of Alfred Hitchcock whenever I think of like incentive or inspiration. So uh, as a director, he would, or like one of his actors was talking to him and he's like, uh, what's my inspiration? He goes, your salary. That's, that's, that's it. That's, like, what, that's like, what your incentives are. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, don't get greedy. <laughs> right. Uh, the next question comes from, so this guy, uh, his name is Mark Folliwell um dude yeah I, he's I, the play-by-play of the math <laughs> <laughs> no, play it mark, play it mark, off follow, mark follow play-by-play for the mavs uh has done a lot of like world cup games uh as well as fc dallas games yeah he is a badass and uh definitely watch on the podcast eventually my guy uh yeah so yeah uh, um, the fact that he asked a question it is opium to my mfl heart it is just yeah, like oh my so god i am indirectly talking to mark followell this is amazing yes. so uh, okay yeah, Sorry, his he's question. a very he's got a very cool birthday very good very good birthday is it your birthday is it your birthday we have the same birthday oh god now he has to come on the podcast dude okay all right let's see his question which i i'm sorry mark i didn't i don't watch wrestling but uh, he asked uh Favorite Von Eric, which I found out yesterday was a wrestling uh, family. So, yeah, they're a great (laughs) wrestling family of Texas. Um, I don't know all their names. I just know that there's Kevin that used to do things barefoot, which was kind of a weird choice. Uh, But my favorite was Carrie. Um, I'm not a big... I'm not a big wrestling guy. And this was a little bit before my time. I was more like nineties, early two thousands, like attitude era, like stone cold, the rock, whatever. Um, but Carrie was in that like right before, like think kind of Ric Flair era. So like more classic okay. wrestling kind of thing. He looks like he's just absolutely jacked and he looks kind of like ultimate warrior, big guy, but he was just super springy and athletic. Um, 
his drop kicks are a thing of beauty. Like every time he would kick someone, he would kick and do like a flip backward. It was, it's for a guy that size, it's just textbook. It is such a beautiful looking drop kick. So for you, for you wrestling nerds out there, check out Kerry Von Eric. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Grant, do you have anything to add to that? Do you know anything? Okay, cool. He's shaking his head. <laughs> um, I, glad I, I could... don't know anything about wrestling at all, but hello, my fellow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question comes from Michael. Michael, this is actually really good a plan. I don't know if we could make it happen, but let's try it. Um, what do you think about bribing Lou Will, Lou Will with strip club wings so he'll have to miss the series? <laughs> I think it's that creative strategic thinking that we're going to need to beat the Clippers. I say, exactly. why not try it? Yeah. yeah let's try it. Yeah. Why not? Anything awesome. Did you see a picture of the strip club wings? Holy hell. Like those they actually amazing. look really good. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, okay. I can see why you would go there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, like, like that is not like gross. A Hooters, like just dumped in yeah. sauce stuff. That looked like some gourmet stuff. Jesus. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, next question. Uh, Okay, next question is comes from uh let's see Grant. But not Grant, Graham, my bad. I'm looking at Grant's Oh, I was about to say I don't I have no question. <laughs> Just next, answers. Next question comes yes. from uh Graham. Graham asks, Who do you think from our current team will be with the team uh when the next season starts? I would say the majority of them. Um I think yeah. Uh, yeah. people that are eligible to not be there. I think JJ's on a one year. Um, you know, I think he probably he might, retires. He, he may, he's just likely retiring. Um, Trey Burke was a you know, Brando signing, so yeah. he might stick around. I mean, if we don't see more out of Antonius Cleveland, and Josh Reeves, I mean, like they they seem kind of G League bound to me. Um, I, I'm pulling for him. I want to see them play more. Um, trying to think of who else has expiring contracts at this point uh not yeah, really that, yeah because yeah, we, we've got a lot of these guys locked down long term for, like, for like two or three two or more years at least so. yeah mac maxi and or i think i think delon's out like i i, I like i like the guy i feel I like he's gonna get traded yeah i just yeah, yeah i just don't think he's sticking around a lot i think he might be on an expiring so no he um, no he has a three year no, he's got two, he's got two more after yeah. this year oh yeah. does he have two more okay that's yeah. my bad yeah but I it's only like... it's only 16 so it's not like it's you know true true no yeah it sounds like something that we would tie yeah. in with the draft pick or something but you know not not wishing that on you delon just, i uh... i like where your head is at mm-hmm. yeah, i think that's something that grant has been uh thinking about for a while yeah. <laughs> um all right let's see uh next question comes from aj stamps aj asks what or who, if you're a real fan, are you willing to sacrifice to guarantee the Mavs beat the Clippers? <laughs> Dude, I would sacrifice Grant in a heartbeat. Yeah, I volunteer as yeah. tribute. I don't think... <laughs> but I don't know if that would get. I don't know if that would get the job done, dude. I think we'd have to like add in like a maybe a draft pick or some cash considerations. I'm be sorry, fair, y'all, y'all would sacrifice me for like. A water burger or something. Yeah, I, I mean, probably just a good first rounder, maybe. I mean, like, I, your your spirit is valuable. <laughs> Great gym rat. <laughs> yeah, I would. Probably, I would. I would probably sacrifice just like random person or people I don't know. I don't know. Oh man. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. After some political discussions, I'm sure I have a couple of uncles that might be uh, willing to go. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, I don't know. 
maybe maybe some crappy friends from high school that never left my hometown. That's probably okay. probably yeah, a good start. Good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, see, next question. Unless Grant has anything to add with his mask on, but uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, being next safe. Question. Good. Oh, yes, thank God. Thank you, Grant. Um, uh, Will asks, "Hi, thank you for taking my call. Who is your X factor for the first round? I'll hang up and listen." <laughs> Well, thank you, Will. Appreciate it, man. Going back to KUT Mav. Back with uh, the wizard and the badger. Oh, my God, dude. Who's the wizard and the badger in this situation? Uh, I'll take badger. Okay, uh, cool. I'll, yeah, I'll take All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, who would be our X Factor, man? I just like... It's got to it's got to be Mac to your DFS because like yeah. we're, we're anticipating production from KP and Luca. Um, yeah. Those two, like, I mean... THJ has actually been fairly consistent. Um, you know, it's just a matter of like how many looks are we really looking to get him, but he's been creating his own shot pretty well uh, since the bubble started. Yeah. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed his intensity uh, driving to the rim and, and creating his own shot. But I think really the defensive prowess of KP and Maxi are really what's going to be, if anything throws off the national expectation that we're going to get, you know, out in five or out in six, it's going to be because they're, they're gameplay. Cool. We're winning in four. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I had, I had, yeah, I had Maxi as like my guy. I was like the guy that needs to like it would be next factor if everything goes right for us. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Noah, Noah asked, I just got to Dallas for college, and I was wondering if you could answer a few basic questions about the city. Sure. Favorite restaurant, favorite place to hang out with friends, best pizza place, which will probably be my favorite restaurant. Um, best place to relax, good places to shop, best park, and other stuff. Um, so my favorite restaurant uh, is actually probably like their pizza spot, which would probably be Serious Pizza. Uh, mm. That place fucking rocks. Uh, the other place I like a lot is a place that we always go for meetups now because I just like being able to eat breakfast food whenever I want. Uh, fucking um, a, a Buzz Brews uh, Bu- Cafe. Buzz Brews. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a good place to go and uh, some, just real good food and drinks and to if add on drink. that, uh, across the street from Buzz Brews is the Lakewood Landing, which That's is one right, of my yeah. favorite dive bars in Dallas. It's, yeah, Lakewood uh, Landing is fun. It's so much fun. And, I mean, for shopping, I'd say Lower Greenville is like a good place. Yeah, yeah specifically Lower, yeah. Uh, Bull Zerk. Uh, I have, Bull uh, Zerk, yes. They're awesome. They have like a lot of great uh, just Dallas sports-themed yeah. shirts that are pretty funny. Um, my favorite one that I have is uh, my AAC, the American Airlines Center. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, or yeah, or my AA center. Sorry, that's what. That's yeah. What, anyways, so. Uh, anything? Let's see. Um, most places to have fun with friends. Uh, I really like going to the art museum because it's free. You know, mm-hmm. you can just like, just bum out and hang out at Cloud Warren Park after or before or something like that. Um, the Cloud Warren Park is actually pretty cool too, and then I know they're expanding it pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Soon being like five years of sure. You know, uh, uh, what construction. Um, best park. Uh. So I don't really go. So I guess like, not North Park. It yeah, is not, not North Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. No, North Park is a mall. Which I mean, <laughs> they have stuff there too. But you know, everybody goes there. Um, best park. I really don't go to the parks out in Dallas. Really, like I'm from Mesquite, so or I live in Mesquite, so I don't really. It's like Dallas adjacent, but I'm not in like Dallas proper at all. So sure. Yeah. Cool. Good question, man. Um, Welcome and, to Dallas. Yeah, and good luck in college, dude. Especially this year, because I don't know how the hell it's gonna happen. But uh. <laughs> let's see um next question comes from brian and this might be for grant if he's able to answer this one um oh i'm ready <laughs> how do we take jeremy grant out of denver knowing he has a player option 
and oh. a less cap space next year. And also, Jared oh. is a good fit for the Mavs. I don't think he's leaving Denver, and uh, whoever has to pay him is going to have to pay quite the price. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Derek Jones, um, he's very, very easily obtainable. I don't know how um, inclined he is to leave Miami, though, because yeah, uh, yeah. you're going to see a lot of these young dudes take, like, one-year – cheap deals because they can probably get paid a lot more and probably will get paid a lot more next summer. And yeah. I expect Derek Jones to be one of them, but I would love to see Derek Jones here next year. Yeah. And uh, who do you think is the best wing we can find in the off season? Uh, w- w- either one of them, unless you consider Serge Ibaka a wing, which I do. I don't. Cause he is three and D. Uh, no. He doesn't play wing offense, but he's a switch defender that can shoot threes. So okay. I can All consider right. him more. Uh, that's a good I, I, I think if we're going to do that, we're going to go through the draft. If we're going to go wing. Yeah. I think there's yeah. a lot of wing depth in this draft. So I'm hoping some of them, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of weird tweeners in this draft. Like there are. there's a lot of like weird, like guys that are like six, eight to six ten that are lengthy and do a lot of different things. And I think it would be a cheaper, more fun option to go with a younger guy. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, next question comes from Joe Lopez. Our offense is unstoppable. What do you? What do we need a defensive wise to make more efficient plays? Is it big name players or tactics? Love the pod guys. Thank you. Um, I mean, I think at this point there's only so much Rick Carlisle can scheme. I think it's like we yeah, just it's need... personnel at this point. Yeah, yeah. I think I think partially it's like the Mavericks will be loyal to their guards, like. <laughs> Uh, annoyingly so like there's certain there's certain guys that just become Mavs guys that will just never not be Mavs guys you know Devin Harris and JJ Barea come to mind where it's like they're because they're just good people and have moderate production and they yeah they fall in line and they do their job you know even though there's like maybe a talent uh plateau i guess maybe yeah cliff that kind of falls out there but like um you know i'd like to see another perimeter defender um that's really that's obviously where we see because i think maxi and uh, i don't know kp needs to step up as far as interior defense you're seven two just put your arms up and these guys won't be able to make that work like I guess, you know, he gets in foul trouble, so maybe that's what he's getting being cautious about. But yeah. Dame blew by him, and it's just like, man, if you put your hand up, you're blocking that layup. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I'm, also, uh, I'm always prejudiced against tall people. so <laughs> I would, uh, you know, I think um, we just need a better personnel around, you know, for defensive purposes. So mm-hmm. this is kind of what I've always thought about this team, as much as I love them. Um, let's see. Next question comes from Mike Divick. Um, what kind of point guard would take the Mavs to the next level next season? I mean, Luka Doncic. Well, he's asking, like, as, as another person, like, to kind of pair up with Luka. Nikola Jokic would be an <laughs> ideal point guard next season. <laughs> next yeah, season. LeBron James would be a fantastic compliment to uh, You know, Doncic. yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't really, like – I think Dragic coming off the bench would be cool. Uh, yeah. I want him so bad still. This summer, fall, whatever. <laughs> I think I think Dragic not coming off the bench would be even better. Yeah, but I'm just yeah, I'm just thinking yeah. Doesn't solve our defensive issue that we were talking about. That's fine yes. though. We'll, yeah. we'll just score 
fucking why fucking. why defense when offense you know yeah exactly that's rick call always says that's been our it's been our philosophy for the last what like five six years so yeah um let's see next question comes from ah dominique dominique asks will this team win a championship before a a new coach is hired b luca leaves i i think uh, a new coach because i feel like carlisle retiring before luca leaving makes sense timeline wise but that's the only th- like yeah i forgot how old he is man i'm just like oh, well, yeah, he's well, actually kind of- i don't know it doesn't matter like he's he's an ageless warlock that has <laughs> you know studied the the myths of the myths. I, I i'm tired i love you Carlisle. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i i don't think, ever leave. Uh, i can't i think for, yeah i think for this one uh, i think it would be uh It'd probably be, yeah, A, just like timeline. Like, you know, I could see it. I don't know. If, I don't think Rick is going to coach anywhere else, you know, after yeah. this. So, um, yeah, so I would pick A. Let's see. Next question comes from Maverick4182. Nice. Um, if you're on death row for insert Mavs-related crime here, <laughs> what would your last meal be? Meal be? Hmm. Uh, so that crime would be wearing a Spurs jersey. <laughs> Um, Killing Grant. I would probably be. I would probably get in trouble for like writing a typo <laughs> and not, not correcting it. Yeah, uh, my, yeah, wrote like Maxi Cliver or something, and yeah. got destroyed by it. Um, <laughs> I think, God, my last meal. In all likelihood, it would be Thai food, but like my. I think what would be a, a a good hack here would be like, can you finish this in 30 minutes? And it's just like, I'm going to just need more time. Like, it's like a foot long. So <laughs> I'm just going to need more time. So just order like the, the largest thing I can. It just keeps just to buy time. <laughs> Let me see. I would probably have um, Japanese rice Ooh. with like a cheesecake for dessert. Mm, so. Yeah. I thought cheesecake too. Yeah. yeah so, um, I, I try not to eat poorly, but I would order a McRib and a Shamrock Shake because you can't because they're seasonal and they might not be around. <laughs> That's why I was like, wait, dude. I was like, wait, a Shamrock Shake is always in March. I don't know what show I stole that from, but thank you. That is so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, was, that wasn't from your brain, son of a bitch. No. <laughs> My last meal is specifically no Mulan Szechuan sauce. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, let's see. It can be back in circulation. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I need the Choco Taco. Oh, oh, those are the most disappointing things ever. <laughs> like, it sounds so good. Oh, an ice cream sandwich made out of a taco. Yeah. This is the soggiest uh. bullshit ever. <laughs> Our next question comes from uh, Joe Kelly for MVP. That's fucking great. He has a, yeah, okay. <laughs> he says, um, what y'all's most unpopular opinion you think will happen this year? Uh, I don't, man, I don't the know. Mavs make the Mavs winning the finals. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Luca should be on um, the MVP ballad. I mean. So tomorrow is Damian Lillard's last game of the year. Oh, that's a Ooh, good There we go. Yeah, there we go. He's getting spicy on the podcast again. <laughs> uh, welcome to Hot Ones. We're now having the last dab that is Grant's takes on Dame Lillard. Well, it's not so much on Dame Lillard. It's the Blazers. Like, they don't play defense just like us. They're not going to be able to stop. They're, they might be able to stop the Grizzlies. They're not going to stop the Lakers. 
Okay, that's let's see. probably next, a fair point. Next question. Okay. So next question is actually a two first. So two guys kind of like one guy asked a question, the other guy expanded on it, and it was like they're both like this is a lot better question. Okay. So this is from um, an average Mavericks fan and Sean. So they ask. Um, sorry, I was looking at it. They ask, um, "Who would you want to get back in a uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. trade?" Uh, I that mean, was like, realistic. I just, I mean, he's technically tradable, but like, I like the production from him. You know, it's just like, who would I want instead? Is like, like all obvious people. You know, it's just like, yeah. of course, I want Bradley Beal over him. Yeah. Of course, I want. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who would be someone that would be like, all right, I, what package I would give up THJ? Like, who would I would be happy that we got instead? And it's just like, yeah. I don't know. That would be for someone that would take that trade. I don't know. I just, I think I'm just yeah. happy with Timmy. I, and partially it's, it's the beard. <laughs> the beard. <laughs> it's so, such, so it's luscious, such a, dude. such a clean fucking beard. It's not a hardened, you know, yeah. Bush thicket bird's nest bird's nest yeah, yeah. whatever the hell that's like just his like... is so cleaned up and i'm like how the fuck like is it god it looks so nice all the time well also he's a millionaire so you can afford that but <laughs> sheen yeah right uh i don't know like I, I, aside from like obvious guys man like i don't really it has to be a part of a package i'm bad at packaging yeah any, like any oh any stuff so I know. I got some packages. Ah, uh, here we go. Oh no! Wait, was that a euphemism um, or is that? Like... It, it, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, this is a family well, podcast. See, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. But um, <laughs> besides, like Booker and like Beal and all those guys, there's there's your Caris Leverts, there's your Miles Turners of okay. the world. Okay. Okay. I would definitely do. I would definitely do any. I would do. I would trade anyone on the team for Miles Turner or or Caris uh, Levert. Anyone on the team, not. You know, not a unicorn or Luca. Okay. All right. Got it. All right. Good question, man. That was a really good question. I have to think about it for a second. Okay. Let's see. Um, Jalen Brown. Sorry. Yeah. That's how I go. Yeah. Okay. So Tommy asks, what do you expect for the future of the team? What should we do objectively? Shout out to the, uh, to the European fans. Dudes. I think the dude lives in um, France, maybe. What's up, Europe? Thanks for one. Thanks for the question. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah. I mean, like the current. I mean, it's like like we said earlier in the pod. Like we're a year ahead of schedule. We're we're doing things, and I think we're we're a smart basketball team. I mean, like there's certain parts. I think it's just it's if it's so clear that we're seeing it. Like, all right, if we're playing more than reserve minutes for Boban or JJ, clearly there's some room to improve that where yeah. you know they shouldn't be your ninth and tenth guy they like those should be your 14th 15th guy yeah. and you know we'll see what ha- like already the development of maxi and dfs and thj for that matter have all been just significant it's like we're the number one offense like that's where do you improve from that <laughs> you know like yeah. It's like, all right, well, once, once, once Luca really figures out basketball, I think we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we're going to be good, like going forward. You know, I think like this is just like a small step towards a much bigger goal. Right. So, you know, I just think like what we should do, like as a team is definitely like keep building around Luca and KP, like find the right pieces that work mm-hmm. and sign them to good deals, good, fair deals. So, um, yeah, you know, this is what I think. Um, 
Was the Grants anything to ask? We're going to the next question. Or um, objectively, we need wings and veteran leadership. Desperately. Oh, we need guys that can close out games. Yes. Or work on closing out games, yeah. Sort of a um, Lou William kind of. Maybe, like, yeah. yeah. Sort of a, a Dragic kind of a yeah. Marc Gasol kind of beat. Ooh, <laughs> I hadn't thought of skinny Marcus all in a while. That's a good call. Well, if you look at my last article up on MFFLs.com and episode eight of a show about basketball on YouTube, you can uh, you can learn all about my thoughts on Marcus all, Don. That's very good. I quoted you earlier, so don't give me shit. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I was just plugging the show. I you, didn't even, you didn't even show up on time, bro. Anyway. <laughs> no, show about basketball. Check it out, guys. Okay, so uh, next question. Uh, comes from TJ. Um, no idea if you guys know who this is, but TJ is TJ. Really, yeah, she's back on Twitter. She's a really cool friend. Uh, right works. Uh, she's a she's a straight up journalist now. Uh, you know, sure doing up. crazy awesome things. Uh, she sent us she sent us a gif uh, saying, uh, "Why are you being weird?" It's the well, core TJ. principle of our podcast. Yeah, I mean that that and just like uh, we uh, you know things have you know things have you know been progressing and changing a little bit so you know we're you know being a little bit professional nowadays about the podcast even though i still cuss like most of the time so uh you know um yeah i just like being weird with these guys and it's cool and that didn't sound weird at all coming out being weird until you get until we get bogey yeah yeah or or, uh buddy healed or buddy healed or harry or harry giles yeah yeah yeah, what transaction is going to make us a professional podcast is it getting a professional host <laughs> oh Ooh, no. no 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 never okay good no okay please let's don't see. replace me it's the only thing i have <laughs> <laughs> never all right let's see <laughs> next question last question last question finally we got it right on guys last question all right let's do it guys last question comes from chris chris asks when the Mavs win the 2020 championship will there still be parade or will covid get in the way of that Listen, away of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, here's what will happen. We'll just start the parade from Orlando to Dallas. Just the entire way. Just, just the entire way. Absolutely. Here, the here, longest social distance from each other. The <laughs> longest victory lap ever. That's actually how I think that you can improve NASCAR. Don't make it a circle. Just make it a straight line. <laughs> Indy 500 across Indiana. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Grant, what, what do you think, Grant? What? I'm sorry, I was not paying attention. <laughs> I, I I heard he was heard trying to bait you so bad. If you want to bait me, don't talk about indie cars. That's like that's oh, what that's makes right. me. Okay. That's Fine. what makes me space out. All right, what's what's like the Super Bowl of NASCAR? Are you kidding me? I don't You're, know. I dude, it's all cars. The Daytona 500. Okay, that? so oh, that's dude, let's do. The, I'm sorry, let's do the Daytona 500. But not in a circle, a straight line. I don't. Five hundred miles. Means, but Daytona is not too far from Florida, from uh, Orlando. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Don't make it a circle, a straight line, five hundred miles straight, and just line that fucker with with fans. Oh, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably you'd you'd see the cars for like. <laughs> Like ten minutes, bro. And then we all be gone. Yeah, no, that would be like the worst fan experience ever. We've paid eight hundred dollars to be here. Here they come! Boom! I thought I we were home. watching a parade. <laughs> no, never mind. Oh god, it's so it, early, guys. It's totally fine. We're, we've reached we've reached NASCAR joke delirium. Yeah. 
guys, thank you so much for all the questions. It's Seriously, showing that guys. you're listening and that we really appreciate it. We things have been super hectic for us this time of year, um, just with school starting and us, you know, job stuff, whatever. We won't bore you with the details, but we do plan on having uh, some basically some fan interviews. We want to get you guys on the pod. Uh, we want this to be a more interactive experience. Uh, we greatly appreciate you guys listening. If you have a second, please uh, rate and write a review. Um, that helps us out immensely. We have 48 five-star reviews. So thank you guys so much already for doing what you've done. Any of this can just get us on, you know, various charts and hopefully get a new audience or, or grow our audience on a new audience. We love you guys the way you are. Um, thank you so much for participating, uh, for listening. This is like, I, like I said earlier in the pod, this has been one of the few good things that internet's done for me. And I'm having so much fun engaging with you guys and having good productive for the most part, positive basketball conversation with you guys. Uh, we're looking forward to bringing on some guests uh, sooner than later. Uh, I am going long on this, so I'm just going to go ahead and just end this pod. Uh, uh, for Ruben, for Grant, uh, I've been Don Denham. You can follow us at the MFFLs.com or at the underscore yep. MFFLs. Yep. Yep. Uh, we're also uh, read, read our blog at MFFLs.com. Uh, this has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Don Denham. Have a good rest of your day. Later, guys. Bye, guys. Leave us a review. And uh, once we get 55-star reviews, I'll slap Don. I will lit him and call him Rubicky. <laughs> <laughs>